Hello and welcome to this very special broadcast, or podcast, depending on how you're listening to it, uh, brought to you by Kaleidoscope Adventures, the official travel partner of Drum Corps International and a partner of the Global Bandroom Podcasts. I'm the host of the Global Bandroom Podcast and the host of the Finding Drum Corps Podcast too. This podcast today is all about the international side of the Drum Corps International Tour. It's Thanksgiving and this is the time of year where we're finding out about the 2022 tour, the 50th anniversary tour, and one of the best kept secrets, which we'll hear John Denovi talking about later on, is that there's many, many opportunities for international groups to come and take part in these events, be that at DCI finals or at many of the, many of the events on the West Coast, the East Coast, uh, anywhere that a, an international band might like to travel to. We've had groups like the Invermore Performance Ensemble from my home country of Ireland. We've had the company from the UK, we've had U-Ball from Netherlands, we've had so many international groups take part in DCI events in recent years and we're starting to look forward to that now. Over the course of this show, hopefully you'll find out some ways to make that happen, How hopefully you'll find some inspiration in terms of fundraising or why you want to plan a tour like this in the first place because of the long-term impact. We're going to hear from Ryan Hancock from the Calgary Stampede Band. We're going to hear from Ushin Malloy from the Irish Marching Bands Association, Alan Thompson from Drum Corps UK, and Leandro Pasquai from Brazil. If you'd like to find out more about how to make one of these trips of a lifetime happen for you, your group, and your band, you can find out more, of course, at dci.org. And you can find out all about the events and the tour schedule for next year. And you can also go to our Kaleidoscope Adventures website at mykatrip.com. And of course, follow us on social media at mykatrip as well. And of course, if you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can do so over at globalbandroom.com. Happy Thanksgiving and enjoy the show. So Ryan, the Calgary Stampede Show Band has actually traveled to Indianapolis for DCI finals and for all of the events that surround that um, on two separate occasions. Um, And uh, I think has gone down really well with all of the fans and everyone that was attending and watching uh, Soundsport and the the international class. Tell me a little bit about um, what the goal was in bringing the group, because by coming back a second time, it must have had a, a very positive impact. Yeah, when we came the first time in 2015, we weren't really sure exactly what to expect. That's when our relationship with DCI had just begun uh, in 2015. So we knew we were going to do the drumline battle and this thing called sound sport that we didn't really know all that well. And um, really just trying to take the best of what we did during Stampede um, in Calgary in 2015 and bring that to Indianapolis. And Kind of to our, our shock, it was extremely well received by the audience, by the members, by, um, you know, the, the great folks at DCI. So, you know, that, that lit a fire in us. So when we came back in 2018, as we we're preparing for those productions, it was like, okay, what do we do that can come across a little bit better, if not a lot better than what we did in 2015? So we, we modeled the 2018 show after the 2015 successes that we had. 
and tell me like the nature of the Calgary Stampede show band really lends itself to sound sport I think um there's that just sense of entertainment and getting the audience going and it's kind of fundamental to who your band is in some ways so tell me what makes a great sound sport show for any group that's coming to um to the US or uh, to perform at sound sport anywhere in the world really what makes a great sound sport show why is Calgary so good at this I would say what made it great for us is we didn't try to manufacture something new. We just went out and we were the Calgary Stampede show band. We took the, again, the best of what we were doing in Calgary and we tried to compress it from a 45 minute show, which we would do um, at our, our main performance on the Saddledome steps at the Stampede. And we compressed that into a six or seven minute show for sound sport. Um, so, you know, we're, we're, you know, we talk about being compressed. We were jam-packed on that sound sport stage. I'm um, trying to put 130 members in there, but, you know, we, we found a way to do that with all of the, the percussion equipment and the color guard. And, you know, for us, it wasn't about trying to put on a visual production where we're doing um, drill style choreography, but just kind of being out there, um, taking up as much space, being as, as big and loud as we could and trying to entertain the audience. There's there's a qu- quite a good relationship and a history of um, involvement from members that have taken part in the uh, the DCI cores over the years as well. Um, tell me a little bit about that. I mean, you yourself um, have actually marched uh, drum corps as well. Yeah, um, there is you know a lot of relationships between our members and so many other member cores within DCI. I think you know it really started with a, a couple people, you know, maybe in the 80s or 90s. Um, and then uh, with my kind of my generation, there were a couple more. So when I marched in 2008, I think there were five of us that were all really good friends that we went and marched um, different groups uh, within DCI. And then um, it just started to, to kind of grow a little bit more each year from then. But really when we came in 2015 and again in 2018, that's such an eye-opening experience for our members to to be a part of finals week and to see all the groups all the way from the blue devils to the, to the blue stars, to the cascades, to BDB and, and all those other groups in between and see that it's more than just that top four, top six, even top 12, and that they can, um, you know, take that, that leap of faith and try something new and, you know, maybe start at one of the, the younger or lower drum corps, gain a little bit more skill and then go and audition for that dream core they have. So, for us to be able to, to really come down and insert every single one of those members into some of those drum corps rehearsals and, of course, finals week with the shows and all the lot performances, it makes it seem a little bit more real and a little bit more achievable. And then once they see some of their peers actually in those, those higher level groups, it, again, becomes even more realistic that, hey, like, I could do this if I, you know, just maybe practice a little bit more, try a little bit harder find a way to actually get from Calgary in Canada down to Illinois or California or wherever that dream core is. One of my favorite memories from 2018 was the sound sport event and the drumline battle as well. Uh, and, and obviously Calgary were, were a big part of that. But what are, what are some of your favorite memories from, uh, from both of those trips? Um, the one that pops out the greatest when we talk about memories with the show band at DCI I'd have to say it was 2018 when we did the sound sports show. I think it was quarterfinals night in Lucas Oil right after 
Uh, must have been Santa Clara Vanguard because they were leading the charge that year. And we did the show. And, um, you know, again, you never know exactly what that crowd response is going to be. And we were finishing the very last end of our section. And I saw um, John DeNovi and he was like on his feet, fist pumping. And he was like, yeah, that's what sound sport is supposed to be. Um, and I just, you know, that's just something that that's very exciting that we're able to to meet his vision, but more importantly, see him like in that um, organic excitement of just like being a part of that moment that we were able to to bring to him. So that I would say that might be the top moment overall from from the two trips. Um, you know, in 2015, with it being so fresh um, and you know having those members really be able to to have their eyes opened so wide for the first time, not only with sound sport and drumline battle and, and just uh, general DCI. But um, I, th- I think that drumline battle in 2015 was um, just a, an awe experience for the members as they I think they started in the international class and they got through that. And then all of a sudden they were standing across from the Academy drumline from Arizona, which is, you know, one of the, the top drum lines at DCI. They weren't in finals that year, but they're still uh, a very good, very talented drum line. And they were standing across from, from those players and they were just like awestruck um, and just just couldn't believe that, okay, we're, we're going up against uh, those drummers. So, um, you know, hearing the stories from them, that's always exciting about, you know, kind of what was going through their heads. And um, yeah, I think... That's certainly an exciting moment. And there, there's so many things that happen on this trip, so many little exciting moments. Even t- in 2015, as we were making our way down to DCI, we, we were stopping at some festivals and some fairs in Canada, in the United States, and we were trying to get ourselves prepped up and get ready. Um, so again, with the, the drumline battle, to get them battle tested, we were having them go up against some of our small brass ensembles and woodwind ensembles have a little friendly competition in the parking lot like even in uh, sorry Saskatoon Canada uh, we're having these parking lot battles between our our mini small ensemble sections just to get everyone excited and and ready for the real thing so Ushin Invermore um, I got to see them perform at DCI finals in 2019 and um, seeing all those Irish flags being waved around Lucas Oil it was an amazing moment. Um, but, but it's a huge undertaking to bring your core to an event like that. Why was it so important to you and to the core to be at DCI Finals? Yeah, I mean, for us, it's always been a, a long-term dream to bring Invermore to DCI. We, we really wanted to give the core that full drum core tour experience. Um, the only way we could really do that was to, to come across the water. Um, obviously, a huge undertaking. It was two and a half years planning, a lot of fundraising, um, a lot of money behind the project. But I mean, it was worth every penny. It it exceeded all our expectations, and it it really did exactly what we wanted it to do, and that was to give the kids that big drum corps experience. I mean, it was a two tier approach from us. First of all, we wanted the the kind of educational side of it to get that feedback from the DCI panel of judges. Um, and we got that right throughout the week. Um, and that gave us the tools that we needed to kind of build a core into the future and to take the core forward. So, I mean, that was most important for us. 
Um, but then the second level really was to let the kids in the band witness full DCI drum corps experience and, and having those couple of days, um, first of all, an open class in Marion, and then of course, finals week in Lucas Oil. I mean, it just, it turned every member of the core into drum corps fanatics, which, which can't be a bad thing, you know? So um, yeah, I mean, it was a, a tremendous experience. The best thing we've ever done, you know? I remember seeing the announcement video uh, of all of the the core and the kids finding out that you were being invited to uh, travel and perform. Um, uh, the energy in that room must have been amazing just to to hear, to see that um, announcement happening that night because you obviously knew well in advance. Yeah, uh, but the, but the kids wouldn't have. No, uh, nobody knew really. Uh, myself and and Mary were. Um, we're planning this for a long time and, and we didn't tell anybody. Everyone knew that it was something we always wanted to do, you know. So we had our our end of year, uh, end of season party, which we, you know, we have it at the end of every every drum corps season. And uh, it's the same thing every year. We we get together and we have a, a little celebration of the year that's gone by. And we kind of announce the show for the following season and we present all the members with awards and all that kind of stuff. So we did all that. And then at the end of the party, I, I kind of just said, uh, oh yeah, we have one more thing to let you know. And we had a, a big screen and John Denovi's face popped up. John was great. <laughs> and uh, everyone's like, what's this? And uh, yeah, it was the official invite from, from DCI and the energy in the room was just incredible. You know, there was laughter and tears and it was just incredible. So it was like dream come true for a lot of people, you know, so. That was the start of it all, yeah, and that's that's where we we built it from there. What was your favorite memory for the from the whole tour, Oshin? Um, obviously, you you were over for quite a while, and a lot of great memories, I'm sure. But is there anything that really sticks out to you? There was a couple of real standout moments. Um, I suppose the first one really was the first night in Marion. We were in the Wildcat Stadium in in Marion. That was for Open Class Finals, and I'm guessing that was just because. I mean, the first time we stepped out in the field and we got to play at open class finals at night under the floodlights and it was a full house, so a packed stadium. Um, and it was that sense of, you know, we stepped out on the turf and it was like, wow, we're, we're really here, you know? And uh, it was just an incredible experience. We, when we moved down to Indianapolis, then the sound sport out in the plaza was an awesome experience. It was such good fun. Um, the audience were really rooting for us and it was, it was just a really great experience. But I mean, the highlight obviously was um, when we got to step out on Lucas Oil. I mean, lining up in the tunnel at Lucas Oil, it was like everyone's dream had come true, you know, and uh, we just could not believe we were there. We we're standing at the back of the tunnel, looking out into the arena, <laughs> waiting to be called. And just to hear that, that DCI announcer um, just reading out our name from Ireland it's Invermore and we stepped out in the field and it was just it was incredible it was an incredible experience you know so now, yeah that Lucas Oil I think really would have been the, the highlight of the whole the whole tour you know now as well as being the director of uh, Invermore um, you're a father and you got to see your kids performing uh, with you mm. uh, and you're the IMBA, the Irish Marching Band Association chairperson as well. So seeing all of those Irish flags, uh, I know I was uh, I was very proud and I was handing out flags to as many people as I possibly yeah. could. Um, 
tell me what it was like to be to to be a, a father there and see your own kids uh, march uh, underneath your baton. Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, it really was an incredible experience. So, I mean, my kids probably like most core directors, the kids are in the in the core from the time they're born. You know, as soon as they can walk, <laughs> they're carrying something. Or, um, so to see my own kids on the field was incredible. But I mean, aside from my own kids, it might sound a bit cliche, but I mean all the kids on the field, you, you've grown up with them. You know, we, we have them from a very young age. Um, that's kind of how the Irish band program works. You know, you take them in when they're seven or eight and you develop them as, as best you can and to watch them grow up and then just see them all live out their dreams in, in Lucas Oil was it's just such a proud moment. And from an Irish standpoint, yeah, to be the first Irish core being there and being so heavily involved with the IMBA, it was a very proud moment because I felt we were kind of, you know, it was we were really representing um, our country as as well as well as our own core. You know, so so obviously you went to DCI and it was a there was a lot of planning that went into that, but it was it was about the long term impact for the core as well. There was an opportunity there to turn these kids into fanatics to show them what was possible. Has there been an impact? to the core since then obviously we've lived through covid over the last couple of years mm. so that's changed things but have you seen an impact have you seen the kids or and the core members change in any way as a result of the tour yeah it had a huge impact for us really really was an impressive impact i mean first of all we we maintained 100 of our membership going into the following year which was which was a great result well, since then we've grown our membership it also adds great profile to the core to say that you know we, we've, we've always traveled, but to say that we've we've done a DCI tour is very impressive on our resume as such. But it's had a huge impact on the membership. Um, just witnessing and understanding the, the processes of DCI, how they build their programs. As part of our tour, we also got to visit um, some DCI core rehearsals and to sit in and watch how they rehearse. You learn so much, you know, and it, it really gave a drive to the core and the staff members, you know, to see how things have happened, how things happen in DCI. Um, apart from that, we've had a lot of our kids have gone on and have generated interest in actually going out to the States and doing a DCI tour. So in 2020, which was the year after we were there, one of our members got a spot. Um, unfortunately, then things didn't work out with COVID last year. The 2020 was cancelled and she aged out then, so that didn't work out for her, unfortunately. But um, the ambition was there, the drive was there. And this year we have um, Sean, one of our members, my son. Um, so at the moment, as we speak, he's up the road. We're in California. He's here for an audition. So um, it's an exciting weekend for him as well. So, yeah, I mean, it really opened opened their eyes, all the kids in, in the court to see kind of what's possible. And it made... I mean, for a long time, DCI was something that was was very far away and it's something that we all enjoyed watching on on our computer screens and on, on DVDs going back when. But it made DCI very accessible. And I think the Sound Sport program as well that, that has been so successful, it, it's really brought DCI into, into all the countries and it, it's made it more accessible for the kids. And they can now see that, look, it's possible. You can come out, you can audition. You can come out and do a full summer tour and take all that experience back back to your own local drum corps then. So, yeah, it's had a great impact. And look, as far as we're concerned, we, we will be coming back um, as a core. It's just when, when and where it's going to happen. So, 
as soon as we can uh, get the funds together, we'll be back over here with Invermore. So, John, we're all used to watching DCI events and seeing uh, big groups, uh, all of the, the the top cars that travel to these events. And then if we are, you know, watching some of the international groups over, we might have seen in recent years, uh, U-Ball and the company. Uh, but DCI events and DCI finals are, are open to many different types of groups. Tell me about the type of groups that, that can come to these events. Yeah, I think it's one of our, our well-kept secrets, but something that we're really proud of is that um, any ensemble, any music ensemble, there's a place for them to perform at the DCI World Championships Week. Um, if they're a drum corps, under the traditional sense, like you mentioned, U-Ball and the company, if they're, if they, if they're like a, uh, they compete in a drum corps circuit in their home country, they can compete in our international class which means they can perform on the Monday and Tuesday of finals week in the DCI open class prelims and finals. They can participate in the world-class open prelims on Thursday, and then they can go all the way to Saturday and participate in the SoundSport International Music and Food Festival, which is really, it's a -a one-of-a-kind music festival dedicated to the marching arts and food. And um, so there's, there's really a great opportunity for drum corps. So if you're a drum corps, there's, there's a place for you at the DCI World Championships. Um, if you're a, uh, a band that's unique to your country, so uh, you're, a, you're a pipe band, there's a place for you to perform. The Soundsport Festival would be the ideal uh, venue for you to show off your talents. Um, we've had everything from fourth grade bands from China to the Calgary Stampede Show Band from Canada uh, to everything in between. So it's been um, really remarkable to see the types of ensembles that have uh, to c- have come about. Um, but if you're interested in performing, there's a spot for you and we can help you arrange a trip to make that dream come reality. John, tell me a little bit about SoundSport. Um, for anyone that hasn't heard about SoundSport, or maybe they, they think they've heard of SoundSport and they have an idea what it is. But their SoundSport events, uh, as well as the, the major uh, music and, and food festival, uh, one in Indianapolis, the SoundSport events across the world. Um, tell me a little bit about it and tell me why, why groups should get involved in that activity. Absolutely. Well, SoundSport was something we created so that all types of music ensembles could participate. DCI, uh, for 50 years now, has been brass, percussion, and color guard. Uh, we've opened up SoundSport to be all ages, all instrumentation, and really kind of loosen up the rules a little bit so various creativity from, from different backgrounds, cultures, and, and, and approaches could be applied to, uh, to the stage. And when we say a stage, it's, it's a, a 90 feet by 60 foot uh, stage or a floor. And about the size of a basketball court where um, you've got five to seven minutes to show off your talents um, however you want. So that's your space to do whatever it is you do. Um, and we have uh, adjudicators that have been trained to look at the varieties of ensembles that perform within that space and to look at the sights and the sounds and evaluate those and provide you know world-class feedback uh, and to, to give a rating system so you could get a, a gold, silver, or bronze rating to take home with you, and, um, and, and the opportunity to perform in front of a very appreciative crowd. So many of the groups that have come over in recent years, John, have come over for the DCI Finals Week. Maybe they've actually taken part in open class events in Marion uh, and then gone up to uh, the Finals Week in Indianapolis. But there are many other events and it actually may be more suitable for some groups, depending on where they are in the world or the timing of their particular academic season, to travel to some of the other events that DCI offer. Can you tell me a little bit about those? 
Sure. Well, the Drum Corps International Tour spans 90 days throughout the course of the summer uh, with, with about 90 events uh, coast to coast. So if you're a group um, that, that getting to the West Coast is more... Uh, uh, you know, convenient for you, we can fit you into one of the West Coast events. If, if you're from Central or South America and you want to go to one of our Texas events, there's eight events in Texas that you can participate in. Um, the East Coast offers the opportunity for the Europeans to come over and, you know, within a six to seven hour flight, be in Allentown, Pennsylvania, or, or be on the East Coast of the U.S. for the opportunity to play. Um, also, if you can't get out of your home country, we also have events with our partners across the world. So, as far away as Indonesia, Japan, Canada, the UK, Ireland, uh, there are events where you can participate under a DCI sanctioned uh, uh, event and, um, and, and take part in the country uh, that's close to you. So, John, over the years, you've hosted um, international groups there in, in Indianapolis and elsewhere. You've also had the opportunity to travel internationally and see some of these events being put on, see some of these SoundSport events. Tell me about some of your favorite memories of, of international participation in DCI. Well, it, it's, it was a thrill to see the number of groups that have come to the United States. That, that, that's beyond... I can't even describe how exciting it is to see a full-size drum corps travel all the way from Indonesia and, and participate at Lucas Oil Stadium, uh, to see the groups from the United Kingdom come over, to see the very first group from Ireland participate. Um, all those a thrill. We, we've had international participation over the years, um, but the uptick in the last five or six, seven years has been um, you know, really, really exciting. So... Um, to see the groups come to the States in the, in the numbers that they are coming is very, very encouraging. Uh, and then to travel across the sea and see how events are operated, like for instance, in Limerick, Ireland, was probably one of the standout events I've attended because it really captured the spirit of what we're trying to do. We're, we're trying to bring young people together uh, to perform, to learn, to uh, entertain audiences and, and experience the thrill of travel. You know, so that event in Limerick to see there were kids there from Canada, they were all over Ireland, some UK, and um, that was a thrill just to see that all come together and watch it and, and see the looks on their faces. And that's what makes it all worth it. So, John, if people want to find out about about these events, about Soundsport events and about the various different uh, tour dates that they might like to attend, where can they do that? Well, the first stop, they just want to go to DCI.org, DCI.org. Uh, that's a great place to start. And they can also go to soundsport.com. And through either of those, there are different tabs where you can participate. So just look for the tab that says participate. That'll put you in touch with one of our uh, development team members. And then we can start your journey and help you not only plan your trip domestically, internationally, but also link you up with um, preferred travel partner like Kaleidoscope Adventures, where we can help you take all the guesswork out of how the travel experience is going to work. Uh, it lets you focus on having a great time and, and focusing on your performance. Let the professionals um, help you with the travel portion. And we really appreciate that assistance and look forward to expanding on that so that we can have more and more groups make the trip as we continue to open up the world and be able to travel again.
So, Alan, there's a long history of uh, DCUK performers uh, and cores participating in DCI events and a, and a great partnership between DCUK and DCI. Uh, tell me a little bit about that and tell me a little bit of that transatlantic relationship that exists. Well, the DCUK really started because there was a small group of people went to watch the DCI championships back in the late 70s. Um, saw what was happening and DC UK was formed in 1980 really from that from that trip and that's when it started um and from that moment onwards and prior to that as well there there have always been people that have traveled over um some of them went on staff initially there weren't that many members at the beginning but slowly as time's gone on um there's been more and more individual members that have traveled over to be part of a DCI core and then Included in that, we've had three, four cores, uh, UK cores that have actually taken the whole core across um, to be part of, um, well, maybe in five cores, I have to think about it properly, five cores that have actually taken the core across to DCI. Um, uh, most recently, uh, that was the company, but prior to that, um, there's Dagon and Crusaders was the first core that did it, and we've had a core based from in the Bristol area of the UK, West Coast Cadets, um, Mayflower, a core that had also travelled over, and so there's been a number of cores that have that have taken the trip, and unfortunately in 2020, um, two cores had to cancel um, their their trip, but almost every year there are marching members that aspire to march with a DCI core. And there's very, very few years at all that there's not been anybody. Even this year, one member was able to make the trip over um, and they were part of the academy. Um, but even with the, all the problems we've had this year with travel, um, she was able to work her way um, across the Atlantic via Mexico to get into a core. So we even this year, we had a, a, a UK member participating at a DCI event in, in Indianapolis. You know, it's a huge amount of work for any core to uh, make that make that journey because it's it's not a journey that you do for for three or four days. Like it's it's a long tour, it's a big trip, and most of the cores that do make that journey are planning it for years in advance. Um, so there must be a lot of benefit to doing that sort of tour. What is it that groups from the UK are looking for when they're traveling to uh, the US for to be part of a DCI tour? I think a lot of it, it is, it's the pinnacle of the activity. Um, it's a bit like a, a, a UK soccer team, a UK football team that wants to take part in the Premier League. And then from the Premier League, they want to take part in the European Championships or the World Cup. It, it, it's, the, it's the pinnacle of, of, of where, 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 where they want to go. Um, also, for a lot of them, it is the opportunity for them to learn only over a short time, but because they've got... It, hands-on people that are immediately there to help them most of these most of the cores and the individuals learn so much even if it's just a two-week trip for a core or a three-month trip for an individual um, the amount they learn in that short period of time is way more than they could learn over three or four years of trying to do the same thing in the UK so I think that's that's for most of them is what they're trying to gain they want to try and gain the experience they can bring that back home and actually do more of the same, but in the UK, um, and just pass it on to pass it down to other members, just to keep the activity going. Because most of our staff and instructors and administrators are all people that are in the activity, come through the activity, and the amount of them that stay involved because they've done the DCI trip and have learnt so much from it, um, it's worth its weight in gold for us. 
DCUK have been huge supporters of the idea of international involvement in the activity and in DCI. And in fact, DCUK support the international event for uh, directors that happen to be over at DCI finals. And uh, it's an, always a great event to see so many people from around the world coming together and just celebrating the activity on, on the day of semifinals usually. Um, tell me a little bit about that support. And, and, and do you think that there's opportunities for more international groups and organizations and associations to start embracing uh, DCI and, and, and things like SoundSport in their own in, in their own countries? Well I think that's the that's the main draw. From our point of view, I started I first went to a DCI championships in the late eighties. Um, but then around twenty ten I got the bug to go back one more time. And then apart from the last two years have been every year since. So from 2010 onwards, I've attended every year because um, I can see DCI have changed. DCI in the last 10, 15 years have become more international. Um, they've embraced getting units from across the world to try and come along. Um, and SoundSport, I think, has been one of the main draws for that because we all know that to do a competitive DCI world-class core you're going to struggle to not come and do the full three months um, or two months, whatever whatever the, the, the period of time is for the, the normal DCI tour. So that's always going to be a struggle. So when SoundSport came along and SoundSport became part of the DCI package, that opened it up to hundreds, thousands more units that could take part um, in that event. And even recently, so the, the core from the UK, um, the company, and also the year later when uh, Invermore from Ireland came over, one of the biggest parts of the event for them was doing the SoundSport Festival. Um, it was more international. Um, they probably had a bigger audience as well. Um, and because it's a little bit more in your face, drum corps, um, because the audience are literally right on top of you, um, the excitement level of those events were great. And I think um, persuading the course to do those sorts of events rather than aspiring to become well, we're going to go to um, Lucas Oil Stadium. Um, you're not going to emulate the top cores. That we'll never be able to do that. Not, 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 not that I can ever see we'll be able to do that. Um, however, to emulate and be as good as most of the sound sport units that attend, and some of them are exceptionally high quality. They're just not full-blown 150-member drum cores. Um, but the quality that is with, from some of the sound sport units is 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 superb, and the the audience. You can tell the audience absolutely love watching it because it is, it's probably going back to old style drum call where it's a bit more in your face and a bit more exciting. Um, so I think that's that's the future of the international side for DCI is 100% sound sport. Not only the sound sport, uh, we've embraced drum call, drum drum line battle uh, in the UK as well. And that's that's probably taken off better than sound sport has for us because it's, it's so simple to do. A um, couple of drum lines just facing each other and, and bashing away out their drums, etc. Um, the excitement that, that that brings, and we've run that at our championships the last few years, and it's been one of the most exciting parts of the championships um, because the audience get involved, the kids get involved. Um, so I think that's where the international side of DCI really kicks in, and they've really worked on that. And that's why we wanted to be a part of the international scene with DCI, and as you say, the, the international meeting, which doesn't last long, it's half an hour, but all the international representatives that are at the event um, 
at DCI know they're there will be invited and come along to that event. So it's it's always a great way to get people involved. And I think that also helps units that do want to come over and take part in a DCI event. That's an ideal, that's always been an ideal place. I know the units that we've had that have been interested in the two units that we're going to attend um, in 2020 that didn't arrive um, because of the pandemic, etc. But the, the sound sport was going to be a major part of what they were going to do because they knew that's where they could be as competitive as anybody else in the world. So Leandro, um, you were able to march in 2003 in DCI and, and, and obviously the, the conversation about traveling to the US and getting involved in a core must have started uh, before that. Can you tell me what was that inspired you to make that journey and to commit to such a, a long tour and travel from Brazil to be part of a DCI core? Sure. Um... In 1998, uh, I was marching with my high school marching band. And then we had some meeting in in the, that time. And my band director showed us a videotape from DCI, I guess, 1992. And was amazing. You know, BD playing like When a Man Loves a Woman. Uh, medicine scouts playing like city of angels things like these so it was really fun because in brazil we just had like military bands or uh street parade bands you know we didn't have like drum corps or that kind of marching band that does like choreographies and drill on on the field so it was really fun for me because i was a kid like like 13, 14 years old, and I saw, hey, man, I want to do these, you know. I want to try these. Looks so fun. Much fun. Much more fun that, that we have in Brazil. So I was really excited to try these. So I talked with my, my parents and asked they, they because it was really expensive. At that this, at this time, uh, the dollar was like four reals, our uh, money in Brazil. And that's really expensive for us. So I had to work, start working here. Uh, so it was hard in this this point, but it was exciting because it was a dream, you know. I, I really want to be part of this. And in 2003, I, I was the first uh, percussionist from the South America to march in DCI. So it was not a dream because it was looking so fun, but once I start living that 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 uh, situation, you know, it start became a dream. So in of course when when I arrived in US, I was not believing. Hey man, I'm here, you know, and I I at this time I was uh, staying in my in my contact in US was Patrick Sign. At this moment, he was uh, Phantom Redman director. So my, my first uh, core in life was Phantom Regiment during the auditions. And they were, they were uh, running the Harmonic Journey show in 2003. They, they did uh, the same show last year and it was really fun to see, you know, because it was a great show, uh, iconic show. So it was really fun. So I... I became a, a drum corps lover 
for the first time I saw Fan Regiment. And then I marched with the Blue Stars that, you know, is, is always in my heart. So it's really cool. And tell me, Leandro, you're you're a, a band director, a music educator in Brazil uh, now. Um, so there must have been a, a real impact from your time with drum corps. And um, what do you think you were able to bring back to Brazil? And we we hear this all the time. We hear about people that have performed with DCI and uh, bring bring back skills and a new philosophy and 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 a way of thinking to their to their cores and to their bands uh, elsewhere in the world. What was it that you were able to bring back to, to Brazil? Of course, I, I got a lot of, of things that we didn't have in Brazil at this time, you know, because like, for example, the, the marching percussion instruments, we didn't have this in Brazil, this kind of instruments, you know, so things like these uh, start changing uh, slowly, step by step, but was was changing after these, and of course the the style of the bands starting change too. We 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 had at this time in Brazil like two thousand and two and before we had a, a lot of marching bands like street parade bands like a military bands. And then in 2004, when we returned to Brazil, we could uh, start running events um, for marching bands like U.S. marching bands, you know. So, Stephen, Kaleidoscope Adventures has been involved and been a partner of Drum Corps International for some time now. And this isn't our first year, but the partnership has grown uh, over the last number of years and we've got closer and we understand each other a lot more and uh, obviously the relationship with Drum Corps International means a huge amount to uh, the whole team at Kaleidoscope Avengers, myself and yourself included. What is it about that partnership that's so important to a, a company like ours? Yeah, I mean, you know this, Keith. Um, DCI is known across the globe. It's, it's recognized across the world. Um, the product is amazing. So, you know, we're very grateful to be, you know, in partnership with DCI. You know, uh, to me, it's just this, it's this pinnacle that, that groups, no, no matter where they are in the world, and I've, I've seen groups in, in, in Ireland, of course, but, but also in Indonesia, Japan, Africa, like so many different places in the world, getting that DVD or seeing that YouTube clip and, that's where they want to go. Like it, it, it's just this mecca for marching band activity for that period of the year. Indianapolis, second week of August, you know. But there's all these other events that they do on the East Coast and West Coast as well. You know, I've spoken to a number of different band directors on this uh, on on this broadcast and talked to them about why groups should come to uh, come to. A DCI event. What is it about D, about about Kaleidoscope Adventures? What can we do to help those groups get to these events and and take part in this global? Yeah, so I mean, Kaleidoscope Adventures. We are travel beyond expectations, um, and we really value the musical component. I mean, our staff is uh, 
you know, full of musicians, whether it be band directors, people in the choral world, but, you know, we, we have this connection to music and specifically to marching. Um, we have a passion for it. A lot of us have grown up watching DCI and keeping track of DCI. We all have our favorite cores. Um, and, you know, music is a global language. We all understand it. And bringing everyone together is something we do on a regular basis with our, our groups, uh, you know, in a regular tour season. And, and you know, doing that to DCI with DCI um, is just a great opportunity for us. And, and we really love it. So, Stephen, if someone's sitting at home, they've seen the tour dates being announced today for 2022. Maybe 2022 is their year. Maybe it's 23. Maybe it's even 24. These things take a long time to plan, as we definitely know. Um, how can people find out about Kaleidoscope Adventures and how we can help them get there? Absolutely. Um, so, you know, anyone can visit mykatrip.com. That is our website. Um, we're always updating with uh, unique blogs and you can see trip opportunities and trip ideas over there. Um, also give Kaleidoscope Adventures a follow on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and we'd love to keep in touch that way as well. Thank you.